name we call it done amen hallelujah business breakthrough banquet the power of supernatural supply the power of supernatural supply i pray for somebody here that in the course of your business may you see the hand of god in the name of jesus may you see the favor of god in the name of jesus i said may you see the strength of god in the name of jesus May you share a testimony in the name of Jesus. May God turn your situation around in the name of Jesus. I see somebody's business turning around in the name of Jesus. If you are the one, shout, I am the one. I see somebody's business turn around in the name of Jesus. The dignity of every man, the dignity of every man is the business he does. Huh? the dignity of every man is connected to the business he does men are wired to have respect for work right? that means that if a man or when a man is not working he feels he has no respect I get it but women in general are also wired to have respect for home. That's why if a woman is not married, okay, she usually feels that she does not have respect. There are psychologists that work. They work. Now, whether you are a man or you are a woman, if you are a woman, you are going to get married to a man who should have businesses and you should also have businesses that work together. Hallelujah. And if you are a man, you don't just need the business of your wife. I mean, a, a man must not be thinking about what the wife is bringing. It's a woman who thinks about what the husband is bringing. I get it, man. So as a man, you must be able on your feet to provide for the house. Praise Jesus. And one of the primary ways that God has always used since antiquity to now has to do with creating and multiplying businesses. That's why men in general usually have a strong desire to be visionary towards business, towards money. Men are wired like that. So as we are praying about businesses if you are a man we are praying about something that has a direct connection to do with your level of respect and your level of dignity it's not a joke are you getting me yeah and if you are a woman we are praying about something that will cause men to respect your husband so that's not also a joke you see, when you are foolish, you don't have a right perspective of anything. You joke with them. But when you enter a home and you say a man is respected, you are saying that amongst many things, his business is working. Yeah. 
Praise Jesus. So I came here this evening to encourage somebody with the word from the Lord and to prophesy over the lives of people that may you enter into realms of supernatural supply in the name of Jesus. Now whatever it is that has become difficult concerning your businesses, I declare right now that by the hand of Jehovah, there is a turn around in the name of Jesus. Am I speaking to somebody here this evening? I said, let grace come upon your business in the name of Jesus. You see, when you have a good business, you have good sleep. But when you have bad business, you know the correlative effect. Forgive. You have what? Bad sleep. A bad business is like a bad wife. Express migraine through everywhere in your head. Mercy. I want us to be a generation of believers who have developed enough appetite for money. You understand? <laughs> you remember the story I told you about Professor Apostle Johnson Suleiman? When they interviewed him and they asked him that. As a man of God, is it right to have a private jet? He said, no. He said, why? He said, people are poor. Now, there is one thing Jesus said about the poor. That's very dangerous in Matthew. He said, the poor you will always have with you. Do you know what it means? It means that forever there will be poor people. Yeah, always. One day I'll preach on that. But he, he said, you use your money to take care of the orphans and his wife by private jet until he had to travel from nation to nation. And trips were canceled because he was unable to get a flight. More than six times. Then one time he had to pick a bus. He said one time he had to pick five buses to get home. To get to church at 3 a.m. And he decided not to go to church because he would have broken down. But people in the church were praying for him about us against satanic attack. But he knew it was because he did not get there early. So as he was on his bed sleeping, the Lord woke him up. He said, John C. He said, yes. He said, is private jet good? Is it good to have a private jet now? Or do you still believe that it's a, it's a bad thing to have? You are dying because you don't have a private jet. He bought a private jet last year. Yeah, it will come. Poverty works closely with hatred for money. And not just hatred for money, but hatred for people who have money. I promise you that if you see anybody who is poor, the person, okay, hates rich people with passion. Without reason. Now, when you develop that hatred, you are already sucking money from your side. Because whatever you admire, you attract. I follow you. So, personally, you might develop eh, up 
appetite. You know appetite? You know about the God get multivitamins. You have to develop appetite for money. Praise Jesus. So important. And one of the ways that God is bringing you to that realm is through successful businesses. Amen. So, this evening, I want you to understand that it does not matter the difficulties that you are facing in your business. The hand of God is about to supply things for you. I said the hand of God is about to supply things for you. So, there are four things I want you to know. Number one, supernatural supply is in the hands of God. It's in the hands of who? That means that your success concerning your business is not going to be determined by any man. Praise Jesus. So when you ask people, why did you come to jail late? He said, I was working on my business. That's so that's very good. You don't understand. It's your level. <laughs> it's your level. <laughs> You know, <laughs> let me tell you something that based on your level, I will decide which answer to give you. Okay. I can be a very pathetic person to cope with. Now, when a child asks the father, okay, that daddy, if it's not black, then it's what? What do you think the father will say? White. White white because at your level all you know is either the color is black opaque or white light do you understand now but as you grow to jhs and you ask the same father that daddy when if it's not white it's what he said oh, it can be many things i don't understand it can be orange, can be green, can be... You mess it to primary colors and secondary colors. Now, as you go to tertiary, well, yeah, if it's not white, it's, oh, there are millions of colors. And you can actually tell that you can even manufacture a new color now. Because of different grades of pigmentation, you can manufacture a new color now. Now, which of them was alive? What the father told the primary school child, was he alive? GHS one, was he alive? The university one. It's your level. That's why I keep asking people, how many states of matter do we have? They say three. I said, fine. But if you study advanced physics, you will know that they are five. But when you wrote that they are three in your uh, BCN, they made you correct. Because at your level, it was okay. Now, when I was doing my project, the first year project, what I did that I scored A. When I tried the same thing with masters, they told me, you better wake up. We are not joking here. Did you go through similar experience? They said, you have to wake up. This is not first degree. This is an MPhil. Wake up. Stop joking. I said, ah, same professors who taught me past, they say I should change. At your level, it was okay. Write anything. Come, let's give you an A. But this one, it's like a PhD that has not been approved. You cannot joke. Do you understand? So, if you have to worship God and you use your business as an excuse as to why you cannot worship God, maybe at your level, I can say, oh, you have done well, push it. But maybe at a certain level too, I will say, oh, no, don't do that. 
So they are all answers from my mouth based on the level of knowledge you have. And not just the level of knowledge, but the capacity I think you can stand. At a point, Jesus told the disciples that eat my flesh. What am I saying? I said that supernatural supply concerning business exploits is in the hands of God. Is in the hands of who? Therefore, don't kill yourself because you are trying to uh, please a man. You stop doing the work of God because it is God who is going to supply the things you are looking for in your business, not men. I follow me. Follow me properly. That's how come you see people who were serious and just suddenly go off. But you see them following men for money. In the primary set of things, it looks as if it makes sense. But later on, you will see that they have more problems. But those who stayed with God and kept faith in God, gradually things will turn around for them. So don't use business as an excuse to stop worshipping God. Now, how long will you be serving God till you get a job? There are people uh, who are only active the way they are because they have not got a job. God has a way of trying people. Uh, do you know how God tried people? <laughs> He has a way of trying people to see what is in them. Now, the first thing he will do is that he will promise you something that you have not seen and will make it eh, in such a way that you feel you are going to see it next week, but it's not like that. To see what is really in your heart. Then, as if that is not enough, he will bring before you something which is not what he promised you, but something that you may like. To see whether you trust his promise or you will go for something that you like, but not his promise. Then after both, he will bring you his promise. Now, if you already went on the wrong tangent in the first or second area, there is no way the third one will come and meet you. That's how God works. That's how God promised Abraham and he promised the man that you are going to have a child. Ten years, the man was still sitting waiting for the child. Then God brought Hagar to release Ishmael. Let's see what, whether Abraham will say this is the promised one. Let's see what Abraham will say. Then later God brought Isaac. That's how God works. So there are people whose omit to God, commitment to church is because they don't have a job. But that's just first test. But later on, God will bring a certain job, which is not the job you are looking for, to see what you will choose. That's the second. God is not your mate. Be careful. So, people only working for God, serving God because they don't have what they are looking for. If they get what they are looking for, you see that they do not really love God. Yeah. So, in order for God to see whether people really love him, he denies them from what they want to see. To test 
what is in their heart. Now, some people think that if you are faithful in little, you will be faithful in much. It's not true. <laughs> there is so much that I am learning. What I'm learning is not what I'm preaching. No. Did you hear what I said? I said people think that if you are faithful in little, you will be faithful in much. It's not true. Now, if you are faithful in little, you are already faithful in much. Sometime I will explain. Uh, God does not use little to test you whether you will be faithful in much. The moment you are faithful in little, you are faithful in much. Do you know what much is? Much is little plus little. Big is small plus small. Small plus small plus small plus small is big. <laughs> My goodness. Will a man be found faithful to God? Hmm? So, beloved, I came to encourage somebody that it does not matter how difficult your business is turning around. The hand of God is about to turn things for you. And that means that let your love and dedication for God's word be whole and be true and be earnest. That's it. That's it. In fact, if you will ever hear people who have walked in realms of financial abundance who serve God, there is always a request that God made early in their lives. Give me that car. Give me that house. Use your money for that. Give yeah. <laughs> your salaries. Five hundred Ghana. You can't be honest to pay fifty Ghana time. God cannot bless. You see, in the kingdom, financial blessing is not an attainment. It's an entrustment. It's not something that you follow principles to attain. It is something that God trusts you with. But the foundation of trust is faithfulness. So God gives you not according to the principles you have obeyed in the word. He gives you according to the level of trust you have. Now, if a canteen madam who has to cook for 500 people decide to cook only food for 10 people, will the best that keep on giving her money for 500 students? Philippians 4.19 May God give somebody understanding. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Say amen. So I want to speak to somebody that God is about to supply your needs concerning your business in the name of Jesus. But if it's not in your heart for you to use your riches to help his work, it will never be in your hand. Uh, beloved in the Lord, watch me. You cannot trick God 
Okay? Prayers cannot trick God because the angels have been mentioning his name before him since time immemorial to now. Fasting cannot intimidate God because he has never eaten from the time he created the world. Do you understand? God seeks genuineness. It's not activities. So if your heart and your truest mind is not for him to use you, alright, to become a blessing to others, irrespective of what you think, it will not happen in your hands. Therefore, you need a genuine motivation for financial success. You need what? A genuine motivation for financial success. You are not trying for God to bless you with money to send a message to your family. That's not it. How many people are in your family? Do you know the plan of God and you are using your family as a specimen? Do you know the people that God wants your life to influence that you are using your uncle and your auntie who should have taken care of who did not? You, are, you, you think God is in a revenge method? You think God is trying to use things to revenge two people? No. Tears don't move God. If tears move God, everybody in hell should go to heaven. They cried there more than everywhere. Yeah? So crying to God that God, I am poor, so make me rich. It's not a guarantee. You need a genuine motivation. You see, anytime you are asking God for what, okay, God is asking you why. Alright? But so many people are caught up in asking God the what that they never analyze or examine, even evaluate the why. No. God, I want you to bless my business. That is the what. What are you asking me? This is what you're asking. Now, God is asking why. Now, there are so many people who don't have any definite answer as to why. So, why should he bless it? So that you enjoy, it is part of it, but that is not all. How, how many rooms can you sleep in? the bed that you lie on, how many of that space can you rest on at the same time? How many pillows? You don't have a vision for orphanage. You don't have a vision for hospital. You don't have a vision for school. You don't have a vision for scholarship. You don't have a vision for fund. You don't have any vision. Eh? You, you claim you have it. Where, where is the plan? You are lying. Now, God is going to look at the details of the vision you have to determine what you bring to your hands. Because in every accounting budget, there is revenue and there is expense. So, if you are believing God to carry such revenue, what are you going to spend it on? Huh? You see, most people are just selfish, trying to use Bible verses to cover up. But genuinely, do not have a heart for anybody apart from people from their tribe 
and people who write their surname. And all these people look like Christians so until there is a change. Hmm. Mercy. You, you need a genuine motivation. You need a genuine motivation. My, my ambition is to uh, sell shoes to people in Africa. That's not a vision. And uh, when people wear shoes in Africa, what will you do? Uh, my ambition is to supply milk to sub-Saharan. What will, what will milk do to sub-Saharan Africa? You are talking about operations. You are talking about what you want to do. The why is more important. Well, you want to supply milk so that maybe some business people have to go and redefine their vision. God is not interested in making anybody popular. The only name that's above and is the name of Jesus. Yes. God does not have any personal ambition to make anybody popular. If your popularity and whatever society you are is not connected to the popularity of the name of Jesus and the effect of the name, forget it won't happen. In fact, Jesus said that if you praise me, I will draw people unto myself. Eh? Do you know what it means? It means that to draw people into your organization, praise Jesus in your organization. That's the only way. As you praise him and you lift him, if I be lifted up, if I be lifted up, so my, my organization must lift up Jesus. I will draw all men unto myself. Oh, so this is the school I want to start. How can I lift up Jesus in this school? That, that's the only way to bring more students here. Eh? The British curriculum, it won't save anything. Eh? What the vision? I want the, to be the best business producing this and that in Africa so that the so that is the question. I get it, man. You may have to start your own religion because when it comes to Christ, you will never be in charge. Never. Even when you are 100, you will still not be in charge. <laughs> don't, don't, don't use your age to intimidate God. Methuselah is worshipping Christ. What else? You need a genuine motivation. Look at somebody, ask the person, do you have a genuine motivation? You claim you have a genuine motivation, but when you see poor children on the street, you can close your eyes and walk on. money I have, I, I have used it. But when they go home, they still take money from their dresses and put it back in their purse. 
there are people who are very, I mean, deep liars. You sit in a car with people, somebody does not have enough money to pay. You turn around and say, oh, all that I have is what I abuse. You get down, you buy food, you buy water, you buy drink, you buy credit, you walk home and take the balance and put it in your purse and thank God for a successful day. Do you know the amount of money that we spent during the lockdown? Hmm? You will not know. But for you, maybe sometimes you, you saw how people were bringing their names, people were sending their names through their contact, and how we're forwarding monies to them, people we never knew, eh? we never met. Yeah. And we didn't need to put, put it on that we are sending money to people. We just advertised what we the intention without telling people who have received what and what they, no 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 you have a heart for people who are genuinely in need or you don't hmm? so are you saying I should go and use my salary to feed yes that's what I'm saying uh, right. Let's let's get to personal. Uh, any other question? <laughs> I said yes. I didn't say no. No, I didn't mean that. I meant I said yes. That's it. <laughs> God will never give you something when your hands is already full of something. He will give to your hands when your hands is empty. But Apostle spirit. Apostle spirit. Eh? It's what makes it difficult for people to release what is in their hand. To take what is in the hand of God. But when you look at what is in your hand and you compare it to what God wants to give you, you realize that what you are giving is nothing. But it is fear that makes you feel that giving is losing. When giving actually initiates a cycle for you to reap. But every fear is born out of ignorance anyway. If supply in the hands of God, then you have to walk with God in all genuineness. Praise Jesus. You have to be paying your tax. Am I speaking to somebody? You have to be paying what? <laughs> tax. Yeah. You pay your tax. Ask the person close to you, have you filed your tax? Ask the person, have you filed it? Ask somebody else, do you pay, pay as you earn? Ask the person. Mm. Point two, sowing is a major part of your business growth and expansion. Sowing is a major part of your business growth and expansion. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 2. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Say, God, when you give me a lot of money now, I will give to the church. Meanwhile, the little that he has given you, you have never given to the church. Do you think God is a fool? <laughs> he knows that genuinely you, you will not give. Hey, um, people who give, give. Whether they have small or more, much. People who don't give, don't give. Whether they have small or much. Yeah. 
Gazette. Ecclesiastes 32. A time to be born and a time to die. Time to plant and a time to pluck. Amen. So that means that sowing must be understood as a part, a part of your productivity cycle. It must be understood as what? A part of your productivity cycle. That means that as a young businessman, as a young businessman, you have to understand the place of sowing. Praise Jesus. You have to understand the place of what? Sowing. Can you sow? You sow your strength. You sow your time. You sow your energy. You sow ideas. Praise Jesus. Now, all these are seeds that businessmen and women should learn how to sow. Now, there, there is something important that I have to say. Even though entrepreneurship is different from privatization, um, there are people who are entrepreneurial, okay, or managerial in the firm of others, all right? But because they do not perceive themselves as the people in charge, all right, they forget to sow and invest the best they can. Now, anytime you are doing that, you are not qualified for your own. Because as I said, if you are faithful in little, you are faithful in much. Because much is little plus little. So anytime something is in your hand, now because you are not the owner, you treat it anyway, you are telling God that you, you, you are not ready for your own. Now, you are working for somebody. You have your side business. You are working for somebody. But every time you are advertising something, it's, yours, it's your own business. Without advertising the business that is paying you, creating the initial capital for your own business. As your head is seeing it, what is he thinking? You see? Most people take decisions that trouble them. Eh? I get him. Why is it that your interest is just in yours, which is actually a smaller thing. As compared to where you are getting whatever you are getting. Do you understand? It is a sign that you don't, because you don't see yourself as the owner, you treat it anyhow. But as long as you treat it anyhow, you are telling God that I am not ready for my own. So what should you do? Everywhere you find yourself, you must be faithful. That's it. It's not, it's not based on size or based on location or even based on the job description. You must be faithful. What does that mean? You must be committed and dedicated to the vision and you must give yourself to fulfilling that vision. There are so many people who look, they always look weak and they always look like they can't do it until suddenly is their time. Then you see that they have hidden powers. So how did you have all those powers hiding in you? But when you had to do it for somebody, you looked as if you were about to die. Mercy. So wherever you are, whether you are managing your own business, you are in a partnership or you are working under somebody, understand that sowing is part of the productivity cycle. And you have to give yourself to sowing in it. You have to 
pump yourself the sowing, your time, your money, your energy, your connections, your resources. Now, let me tell you something. Anything that you are doing, eh, that does not keep you awake at dawn, you are not doing it well. Anything that is in your hand, that does not keep you awake at dawn. Hey, how can I? What should I? How will I? When do you think? You don't ask yourself because it doesn't stretch you. You are not doing it well. I'm not saying waking up at dawn and being on your phone. That's not, that's not a work. That's not a work. I'm saying that you are engaging in rigorous mental exercises that have the power to transform the level of that business. That's what I'm saying. But unfortunately, you see, most people don't think deep about things until it is their own. But Jesus said, if you cannot be trusted with these things, how will your my father trust you with what? Their true riches. So, you see, things that come into your hands, alright, concerning business success has to do with how God can trust you with what he gave you. Praise Jesus. So you have to decide that wherever I find myself, I am going to sow my best. Hallelujah. Look at someone tell the person, sow your best. Now let me show you the quality of sowing. The quality of sowing is not determined by the amount that you give, but the amount that remains. I said the quality of your sowing is not determined by what? The amount that you gave, but the amount that what? So, check the Bible and you see that any time that God said a certain woman gave the best or a certain woman pleased him by giving, you will look at what remained and you see that it was nothing at all. However, when you check those who gave a lot, you see that it did not please God because what remained was bigger. That the price of what they gave was not a cost. Oh, no. Am I speaking to business people? Now listen to me. Watch me. If you are only trying to give God the profit of your profit, it is not a cost. What did it cost you? Nothing. Yes. What God wants you to give, which will cost you, is the whole thing that you know is the machinery of the project. That's how God works. You don't, you don't give God what when you give, it will not make any uh, thing change in your business. What is that? So you see people giving in front of everybody, but God said this one, is I'm not pleased with it. Now, you are seeing a project. You know that we wire this place with flat screens. What am I doing? It? Maybe 6,000 Ghana or so. $1,000 or a little over $1,000. You say, oh, I can give uh, 500 Ghana. Now, you will give 500 Ghana. Everybody's club by God. Ah, this guy could have given all. Now, even though in front of everybody, including me as a prophet, I really appreciate and I have we thank you and I've sent you a message and all that. God knows that you could have given more. Now as you gave 500 cities, you have given your credit money. 
that's not what that's not what God is saying. Can I give you some share? It's possible to be doing things that God said do, eh, but not be doing them completely that you will never get the complete package of what he's promising you. Mm. It's like you are dealing with God little by little, little by, and time is going, time is going, sir. God pushed Abraham. He said, give me your son, your only son. Abraham was going for Ishmael. He said, the one you loved. Now, that, that the one you loved, Abraham knew that was not Ishmael. You see, everybody has an Ishmael and everybody has an Isaac. As an entrepreneur, there are things that you know that is this one. If he goes, it's an Ishmael. He pays, but it doesn't pay like that. Yeah. But God also knows that there are people who have their Isaacs that when he said, give me, they'll give the Isaac. Now, when Abraham was ready, willing, and able to give Isaac, God said, I have covenanted with myself that in blessing I will bless you. That was it. The promise was not because of an attempted sacrifice on Ishmael, but the fulfilled sacrifice on Isaac. That's why I'm saying that. It is very dangerous to be doing the things that God is saying, but not really doing them in full. You remember Cain and Abel? You remember both of them made sacrifice? How can two people make sacrifice? God self-rejected one. When you read Hebrews 11, the Bible says, by faith, Abel offered a more pleasing sacrifice unto God. By faith. By what? What is faith? Faith cometh by what? Hearing by what? So when Abel heard the word of God concerning the sacrifice he should give, he gave accordingly. But Cain brought out requirements that was not according to the word of God that God spoke to him. So he had given, but it was nothing before God. Be very careful when you are giving donation and you are calling it seed. wake up. David said, I will not give unto my God a sacrifice that does not cost me. Every genuine sacrifice must cost you. You know, do you know what it means? Every genuine sacrifice must let you shed blood, must let pain come. There are people, small, see, 2,000 Ghana, when they bring the money, you see, it's 1,200, 1,300. It never reaches the money. They always have another plan. To spread it in a certain way and never do it until it's gone and another one has come. Every revelation they are working in is not in fullness of dimension. People say, ah, you cannot keep this. Hmm? Imagine driving on a car that has three uh, ties. You sat in the car, Christ about me. Driver said, We are not going on four ties today. We are going on three ties, but trusting God. Will you go? So, have to pump your heart into it. Praise Jesus. Genesis 8 22. committed are you to the words of Jesus? Genesis 8.22 
while the earth remain a seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. That means that seed time comes definitely before harvest time. So sowing, you should understand, is a part of your growth process. Praise Jesus. And some people say, but if, if sowing and reaping is not something about heaven and hell, then it's not a major thing. Yes, it's not a major thing, but please stop asking others for money. Because anytime you ask people for money, you increase their own budget. So we beg. In as much as you have seen that reaping and sowing will not take you to heaven, please stay in your poverty like that. Yeah. Because some people fail to sow and fail to reap and become burdens on others. It's so painful. When you are you are just a mate of someone, the person has become. Bible said, when you visit your friend over and over and over, eh, his face, his countenance changes towards you. Have you read that in Proverbs? When you visit your friend again and again, his face will change. Do you know why? Every time you're coming to eat his food, sometimes he also to eat alone. Forgive. That's how come people visit people when they go and visit again, then the people say, Say we are not there. That's it. Are you the Holy Spirit that you are always visiting in the upper room? Go to your house. Forgive. Three. So it comes with pain, tears. Hard work and sacrifice. So it comes with what? Number one, pain. Number two, tears. Number three, hard work. Number four, sacrifice. As a businessman, as a businesswoman, I don't want you to forget about sowing. I don't want you to forget about investing in your business. Investing in all parameters, in all dimensions concerning your business. You have to stretch yourself and pour yourself into it. Beloved, look at the kind of work our parents did. Look at the number of houses they have. The number of assets they made. Do you know what it means? It means that to get more than what they have had, you have to do more than they, they did. But already your work input is lower than them. As a young boy, your work input is already lower. You don't understand my preaching. You don't understand. When you were young, you saw your daddy going to work at dawn. Coming late. Monday, Tuesday. You never heard your daddy complain of headache. Or pains in the joints. You never heard it. But they were working on 20 years, 30 years. They built one house, bought one car that broke down and had two plots. You are 27. Your business is your, your business is Skype. <laughs> your business is Zoom. Hi. How will you buy a plot? <laughs> Are you planning of robbing a bank? Let's, 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 now let's ask what you are planning. Because I, I, I'm not sure it's hard work that you want to use. Okay, so let's put hard work aside. 
Okay. What is your plan? <laughs> Are you planning to uh, fake your death and get all of us to contribute? What are you planning? Mercy. Ask the person close to you, what are you planning? Ask the person. Are you planning that one Thursday you put all your phones up and you tell us that you have died but you have not died so that we contribute money for you? Is that how you buy a land? What is your plan concerning buying a land? What is your plan concerning building? Paying contractors, paying architects, paying building people, paying experts, lay this, lay that. How? Now come person, move into it with your children. I say, yeah, this, my house. Mommy, is it? Yes, our house. <laughs> you want to, you, you, you can't fake it. Hey, you, you will catch you. <laughs> Don't try rubbing any bank. We, we have seen it. It is either you choose hard life or hard work. It is either you choose what? Hard life or what? Hard work. The choice is yours. The beautiful thing about choice is that choice is the only thing that God cannot change. So you can choose that even if I'm hearing this word, I choose hard life and I don't choose hard work. The, the, the millennial generation, those people who were born after 2000, eh? <laughs> I know the generation. Eh? Their perception of life is so different. <laughs> hey, it is only in movies that people leave their offices to go and drink coffee. In real life, people leave coffee shops to their offices. Your mother. Onye. Hey, my son. How many times do you think you people buy you flowers or as you are on it? How many times do the people buy you flowers? That's what's that? Brandon. Flowers. How many times? How many times? Let's use Mexico soaps to entertain yourself. As they born you, has somebody bought you flowers before? We have to wake up to hard work. Praise Jesus. <laughs> I visited a nurse in the course of uh, the week. And she said, you have to rest. She said, you, you are studying so much. You see, I'm not taking drugs for my eyes. So. Said, you have to rest. I said, no. When she said, we were, we were coming a nice girl until she said that. Then I stood up. I said, it's better. I lose my eyes than I lose my brain. Have a clean brain. Brain. Your, your brain is clean. Nothing is in. Zero. Mercy. Ask the person close to you. Are you a hard worker? Ask the person. What's the person saying? The person say yes or no? Ask the person. 
<laughs> you, you are too comfortable at your age. You cannot do two jobs at your age. You can't do two part-time jobs. You can't carry your shoes to sell. You cannot carry your fruit juice to sell. You cannot carry your books to sell. Huh? When I look at myself, and in this thing, that's how your panties have holes in them. I came to preach to somebody. Your dress looks like prison gate. Calico, calico, calico. Your dress looks like what? Prison gate. When you wear your dress, it's enough air conditioner blowing beneath. Tokro did them. You are too poor that what you have to wear to protect yourself is even shameful. Because you have decided that I cannot carry my business on my head to sell. I cannot advertise my, my, my goods without a promotion on social media. Because if people see that the likes is just 10, I, 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 I don't like it. You have hyped yourself beyond your level. That in genuineness, you have 1.2k followers, but you've never made 1,200 Ghana a month before. You move from store to store, house to house, room to room. That's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, the only way that a thing will work is when you change the strategy. When you change the strategy, you are too comfortable now. People are looking at me, I feel shy. Bruh, let me tell you something. It is better you embrace the shame and work hard to get the money. Because when people become rich and you are still poor, they will still ignore you anyway. You have to work your own way out from shame and from reproach. There is no shame like So, this is your should not be shy as you are sowing into your business. Eh. In fact, there are times that you have to literally beg people. Charlie, they say, oh, I have some guy who will do it for me at uh, 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 sisters. They say, oh, I beg. I want to do it for you at 50. I beg. Not for the money. So that I can just let it go. Yes. You are too big. Sometimes you have to fight for the business and fight for that contract and do a quality work and receive lower for it just to let you know you have sold something. I was telling one lady, she, she, I, she was, I was talking to her, I said, Why are you not in Accra? She said, The competition in Accra is too much. I want to go to the one of those places and uh, uh, so that I uh, the business will work. I said, ah, It's better you are 13th in the in the best school in the region that you are you are the first one in a Saito. your future will not be marked with a curriculum you have to be ready to embrace it I said the first book I sold when I started client console was called backsliding if you are 
selling book, the first one you sell is backslide. Is it a good sign? Said something that's the growth of, of you know success. Backsliding already. That as you are starting now. <laughs> now, I the profit I made from my first business was two Ghana CD. Is he a cry? No. We have to work. We have to work hard. Yes, like we have we are working. That's how people are wearing our t-shirts now. There are many people who are going to wear more. But you are shy already of the business because your the thing you are selling, you are selling for CCDs. You are, when you go hungry, you will see that four CDs is getting enough money. Ha! <laughs> uh, don't let somebody use poverty insult you again. Uh, so sowing includes hard work. It includes what? And you cannot talk about hard work and take away labor. So some people have some mind. It's not possible. <laughs> hard work includes labor. Eh? Includes labor. <laughs> In fact, if your job is to think, you will get tired faster than those whose job is to use their muscles. Ah, Jesus. Psalm 126 verse 5. You have hyped yourself out on social media. You can't even sell your products. Uh, now who calls up? <laughs> your face is not your face. Your complexion is not your complexion. Some people have even changed their height. How will you survive it? They have, they have doctored everything, edited everything around them. They can't in reality sell what they have. I see some business turning around. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Psalm 126. Are you there? Oh, Jesus. Verse 5. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. That means that the sowing comes with tears. Praise Jesus. Sowing comes with what? Yeah. So if you are feeling that you are in your sowing season now, but there is no demonstration of any form of tears, please, you are reaping. You are too relaxed. How can you be too young and be too relaxed? Huh? <laughs> so I know that as I pray, our God is making a way. He's making a way. He's making a way. God said, carry your clothes on your head and go and say, say I see the way he's opened that through a bossy okay and through a beckon. <laughs> One day you say God Christ not real. Eh, eh. Unto me, but he has a more. 
Unto me, and So in tears shall reap in joy. That means your sowing must come with pain, must come with tears, must come with sacrifice. Uh, if, if, if your work is not stretching you, you are not working. Jesus said, He said, carry my burden. My burden, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Eh? So even Jesus, after the fact that he's all powerful, eh, admitted that his burden was light. He did not say he's empty. You, you, are, you are carrying an empty burden. It's not even a burden. You are carrying and added us back. Huh? <laughs> it will not work that way. God is turning somebody's business around. Verse 6. He that goes forth and weeps, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his shapes with him. Somebody say amen. Bible said that any businessman who is working, people see him passing by, and he's carrying his seed. He's going to the farm to plant, and he's crying, and he. Yes, Bible said that another time he will come and pass those same people by with sheaves, with the harvest of his corn on his neck. This time around, rejoicing. But beloved, if you miss the sowing time, what will you reap? Huh? You, your rejoicing in the harvest time is determined by your sowing in your planting season. That's why it does not matter the kind of job somebody is doing. 
committed and diligent to it. Let people be laughing at him. But I'm saying that it will take one year, two years, three years, five years, ten years. You will see that that business has turned around. And you will see that people who are mocking at that person who have never been able to carry any precious seed nor share any tears are still there the same way. I'm telling you. So, sowing is what will determine your reaping. In fact, better be thinking about sowing than about reaping. Because reaping is only a consequence of sowing. You cannot determine what you reap. You can only determine what you sow. Because when you sow, whatever you sow, you will reap. I see God giving somebody grace to expand business in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So don't give up. Somebody say, I'm not giving up. Can I hear a voice? Say, I'm not giving up. Can I hear a voice? Say, I'm not giving up. So, beloved, this may be a season for you of sowing, but keep sowing. Yeah. Keep sowing. This is not a season to reap. It's not a season to reap. what is in my heart if you carry money to buy iPhone at your age you are a fool yes you carry your own money you are a very stupid person by now you should not be buying an iPhone <laughs> by now you should be sowing iPhone is ripping now every kind of iPhone is expensive now yeah? Can I tell you another thing? If you love to pick Uber than to pick Trotro at your age now, you are a fool. Uber is reaping. can battle it. But let's see your life and let's see my life and we'll compare those. I mean, even now and in the future, then we'll see by what you were defending. Hey, one millionaire told me that what, are you picking Uber? I said yes. Is, it, is somebody dash you the money? I said no, it's okay. <laughs> he didn't talk again. It's kind of been at a chair while I said okay. Let me share. <laughs> Hey, was it you might say, hey, fuller? Calculate the amount of money you spend every day. Take the ones that you are using to impress people away. Invest that into your business. In fact, the people you are impressing, they are not looking at your direction. You have to remind them that, oh, I'm trying to impress you. They say, oh, right. How come we are in a generation where eating food, every food people eat, we have to see it on social media? Food. Oh, our fathers used to cover their food, though. Huh? Our fathers used to eat in the kitchen, okay? And they cover the food, okay? Yeah. 
You spend 30 Ghana CD on food, young lady. 30. Do you know how much more money your mom or your mother spends to go for the family? Are you aware? Go ahead and ask. You are putting yourself under unnecessary pressure. <laughs> Till one day people see you cry, they ask you why you cry, you say you don't know. You know. You know the budget has inflated. <laughs> you know. Forgive. That every man you have to go out. You have to, you yourself. Nobody's taking you out. Say, I will go out. Why? I can't sit one man without going out. You go and sit somewhere with your, your beer, your sausage, fried rice, and you take another pack home. You are cheating, you are laughing. <laughs> are you Satan? <laughs> are you the devil? <laughs> How do you build a future like that? Ah, it will not happen. You know something? Maybe your parents serve God better than you are trying to do. Uh, maybe your parents gave more tithes than you are trying to do. You see the graph? So, in your case, less church, less God, more eating. Are you seeing the plot? <laughs> you think you are the first one to worship God, eh? At your age, what are you using designer belt for? What is that? Designer belt. for quality, but go for moderate. You get it? Yeah. So that as a businessman, you can have money for other things. And beloved, when profit comes, it's not for chopping. Profit is plowback investment. Profit is plowback investment. If all the monies that God granted me, I spent it. We couldn't have started a church like this. At this level, it was not possible. The way we have started church, it's like people who have done church for many years. Because of a certain mentality. You see? But there are people, when they get, let me buy another AC in my room. Let me buy, you are in one room, you have three ACs. Is it a mortuary? Who is dying there? Or to impress somebody. <laughs> or maybe it's your, it's your idea of a good life. You get it? Yeah. My idea of a good life, okay, is helping people fulfill their vision. That's my idea of a good life. I, I feel good when I help somebody do something with his life. Oh, Papa, I need this money for that. Oh, I need this. Oh, I, oh, please, can you help me? Then I help them. I feel good. That's my idea of a good life. Yeah. I don't know what, what yours is. Ask the person close to you, what are you eating tonight? That's the thing. How do you buy? You buy salad cream, 10 cities. Then you, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are eating. 
impress somebody. One day, I went out with a certain uh, uh, lady who had traveled from uh, North Korea or South Korea. So we're eating. Ah, me, they say, what would they order me? Give me red rice. I don't like salad. I don't like, no. More shetok. Fried rice. Yeah, I'm okay. They say you eat fries with oh, shrimps. We had dinner. I This that to me. Oh, they are on test different before. That's a friend. I never be impressive. Ah, am I a woman? Yahoo, Mao. We count nine. I didn't see one higher bus, I know, two, and I come sad, dinner, and it was me to Oh, gosh. Eh. Africa's problem is consumption mentality, not investment mentality. You, when you hear that a president from Africa has traveled to Europe, do you know what he's going to do? Going to beg for loan. That's it. You, are, you understand? You say, oh, so the president of Ghana is in a picture, the president of France. And as they are taking pictures, and there's one is smiling, one says, that's the mentality. All created by God. You see one over smiling to show that he's really appreciative of what is about to happen. When African presidents travel to US or Europe, it's not a holiday. In fact, when an Af a president from Africa travels to America, not the whole America is even aware. You understand what he means? <laughs> when a president of Africa has traveled to, let's say, uh, Washington, it's only Washington, these people who are aware that the president has come. But when a president from Europe or America comes to Africa. It's a holiday. It's a public holiday. That's it. Children will not go to school. Workers will not go. Let us all stay in the house. Let us clean our robes and put things in order. Oh. Ah. Animals with human brains. That's Africa. Animals. Because everything we get, we chop. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. I chop, I chop for this. Give me, give me, give me. I chop, I chop this. Give me, give me. You can't see businesses growing here. Our forefathers used to weave their own kente. Eh? Eh? They used to have their own soap. Allah Tasamina. Eh? They used to have the best of everything by themselves. Where is that creativity? Where is that innovation? That Africa used to have. Now we beg for everything, and everything we have is not our own. They used to come to Africa to learn geometry, mathematics, economics from Egypt, the world's first civilization in the world. Eh? Now, when you tell somebody that you are going to have scholarship, they, they clap for you. God is raising a new generation. So, God is going to supply you four things. Number one, concepts. Number two, clients. 
Number three, chances. Number four, capacity. Number one, concepts. Hallelujah. I see God supplying you with ideas in your business. In the name of Jesus. Say new ideas. Yeah, so the quality of every business is dependent on the idea. Sometimes the idea that God is giving you is a very little idea that has the power to turn the whole thing around. Therefore, do not close your eyes on little ideas. They have power to turn everything around. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. James 1 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God that gives to all men liberally and unbraided not. And it shall be given him. Amen. So you have to ask God for wisdom concerning your business. Praise Jesus. Now, watch me. The number of people you are supplying products, services to in a month is a reflection of the number of people God knows you can hold in a month. You see, we pray for things that God knows we are not prepared for. But in God's wisdom, he wants to prepare us for the things before we get them. Okay? So, it's not just a prayer to get more customers or clients. Or to make more supply at the end of the month. But rather to have the capacity and the idea, okay, that can spread out to such many people. Now, if your idea, your strength, your imagination can only reach 30 people in a month and God brings you 100 people in that month, you, you will be disappointed. Because you will not be able to meet the need. You will not be able to meet the deadline and you will be losing the integrity of your business. But if you grow in capacity of supplying 100 people, God certainly now connects you to the 100 people so that equilibrium is created. Equilibrium is restored. So he has to look at your capacity of your depth of thinking. Then he determines what he's going to bring to your hands. If a teacher cannot teach 100 people in a class and the headmaster says, so join three classes together, you are going to frustrate the teacher. But if the headmaster sees that this teacher can teach 100 people, even though they are 30, he can now say, join everybody together. As they have joined three classes together, it's not over and beyond his capacity. But if you have not built capacity to that realm and God opens that door, it's over and beyond what you can do. So you pray to God for the ideas, for the wisdom to handle the people that God brings it in. I see God bringing somebody new ideas in the name of Jesus. Two clients. A supply, a supernatural supply of clients. My God. Isaiah 60 verse 3. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Jesus. You will not lack customers in the name of Jesus. I said your business will not lack customers in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 60 verse 3. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Now, I want to say something here. What is 10 times 5? Isaiah 63. What is 10 times 5? All of us, 50. What is 80 times 2? 160. So when you compare 10 times 5 and 80 times 2, which one is bigger? 80 times 2. Now, I want you to recognize something that even when it comes to the dynamics of customers, it's not how many people you sell to, but how influential those customers are. I want to repeat. In the dynamics of customers, it's not necessarily how many people you sell to, but how strategic and how influential those customers are. Now, if you are selling to 50 ordinary customers, ordinary in terms, they don't have connections, they don't know people, they don't have any influence. It's 50. But if you are selling to only two people who have influence, those two people can bring you 1,000 people. Are you following? So, when we are speaking about customers, don't let your mind be just about the numbers. Okay? But about the influence. Now, there was a time in John chapter 4 that Jesus prophesied to a woman. Okay? At the well. At the end of that discussion, that one woman went to town, called all the men to come and listen to Jesus. One woman called all the men. That's a strategy. That's a marketing strategy which will be different from what others would have done. Maybe going with megaphone to room to room to house to house. Now, Jesus had to advertise his product, which was a gospel, okay, via his gifts, which was the prophetic, to communicate the message to the woman. Now, because that woman had influence, because she knew people, and because she had a grip on the life of the people in Samaria, just that one person was able to conquer everybody. Now, in the same way, concerning marketing strategy, you may be dealing with people who are really buying, but not with people who are strategic. So, you have to go beyond just the people to people who have their voice. People who have the vision. People who have the vehicles to make that possible. For example, let's say you are selling let's say shoes. Now, you have gone to a shop. They, let's say it's a, it's a, a boutique uh, or let's say a, a hairdresser salon. Now, as you went there, there is one of the people who knows you who decided to buy from you. That is different from getting the boss or the madam to buy from you. Now, when you have the madam buying from you, it's so easy for the madam to influence every other person to buy from you. So, 
you, it is strategic because you are now dealing with people who have influence rather than people who are just customers. So if you are selling something in a school and you can get the headmaster to buy, I mean, all the teachers will buy. They either buy or they deduct from their salary. So you look at the people you are dealing with, okay, in your business. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Do they carry their influence? Not people who promise you, oh, so I'll bring you 10 people. I've, I've talked to five. They never come. Don't, don't, those people are liars. Eh? Eh? Master, at the end of the day, it's results. Eh? When people promise, oh, as I've talked to people, I said, oh, they are all liars. They are not working. If they are really working, it must translate to results. If you don't see it, can, cancel it out. That's all. There are people who, they have more plans than Atlas. They have more plans than map. It never translates into reality. Forget them. Stop praying about disappointment. Look at them. They are not faithful people. Cross them out. Yeah. Three. Chances and opportunities. Now, we are going to pray especially about this one that God give unto me business chances. Hallelujah. Business opportunities. Hallelujah. My God. Philippians 4.10. Philippians 4.10 is a dangerous verse. I saw it in the course of this week. Very dangerous verse. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me has flourished again. Wherein you were also careful but you lacked opportunity. Say mercy. Apostle Paul said, the church of Philippi really wanted to give to him, but they lacked opportunity. It's a prayer we have to pray that, Lord, may my business not lack opportunity. Yeah. Anything that you need to supply to 500 people, to 1,000 people, to 800 people, to three kings, to two heads of state, to one governor, to one senator, you will not miss that opportunity. Praise Jesus. Because, you see, Joseph, how many times did Joseph have to speak about dreams he had seen? Few times. Spoke to the father. He saw this dream. They shut him up. Another time he saw the dream. They shut him up. <laughs> By the third time, they had already sold him. In Potiphar's house, we never heard Joseph dreaming until he was in prison. Then in prison, he did not dream, but he rather interpreted the dream of people. Then after that, he entered into the palace of Pharaoh few times. But he did not miss the opportunity. I get it. Now, in your life, you have had more dreams than Joseph. What has happened to them? <laughs> you can dream four times before morning comes. You dream this one, antelope is chasing you. You dream this one. <laughs> you dream you are eating with monkey. Do you keep a zoo? You have to rise up and pray. Praise Jesus. This is Africa, bruh. This is Africa. You know where you are coming from. Adagon down. You have to pray. You have to pray. There are more in your family than human beings. 
Uh, you have to pray. Something when I travel to Los Angeles, everything will change. Uh, spirits don't travel. Curses don't travel. Witchcraft doesn't travel. In fact, the farther you go, the easier it becomes. You know why? Because the farther you go, the, the faster you lose sensitivity. So you pray for chances, hallelujah, to sell your products, to sell your ideas, to sell your services. Praise Jesus. I see God bringing somebody a business opportunity in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see one big business opportunity coming through for somebody in the name of Jesus. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I receive it. So let it come upon your life in the name of Jesus. By the time the next man comes to an end, I pray for the release of prophetic testimonies in this house. Prophetic testimonies concerning businesses in the name of Jesus. Prophetic testimonies concerning businesses in the name of Jesus. So anytime it says that I want you to do this for me or for my business, please don't delegate it. You may be delegating your throne. Remember, for every Vashti there is an Esther. For every Vashti there is an Esther. Now, all the modern day Vashtis are also in church. But you can't trick God with long skirts. You can't trick God with long skirts. You can't use the length of your skirt to trick what Jesus himself, Bible said, he's wearing white robe that is long. How do you use your skirt to trick him? His is longer. <laughs> Better be genuine now. Better be genuine. Hallelujah. So let's look at number four. Supply, I have seven here. I'll give you four. Yeah, capacity to withstand changes. Now, we are praying for the release of strength. Hallelujah. And capacity to withstand changes. Now, there are two changes that I want to talk about. The number one change I want to talk about is called profit. Say profit. Now, in business, our primary aim is profit. Hallelujah. But unfortunately, there are people that when they enter into they change. In fact, that profit changes them. <laughs> now, if your eating habit changes as a businessman because you have entered into profit, you are, you are a product yourself. Now, your money must be going into your product. Is that not so? Are you a product? Why is your money going into you? You see the billionaires, they are not gaining weight. <laughs> I was reading yesterday that uh, Apple is now a, a, a trillion worth company. Two trillion. I was reading yesterday. Two trillion. Hey. Big pen. What's that you see? Big pen in PSA. 
what has happened to that business. Huh? Abidjan Blue. Started the Abidjan Blue senior man facing. What has happened to him? Matches be or co port in down. In VSN. Omo. Okay, Omo. Yeah. Steve Jobs, dead and gone. Steve was near other people. They are trying hard to let it work. Fine, at their level, it's working. It's now trillions. But when you see the bosses, they have not grown taller. Yeah. sport street. La Pass. La Pass. 10 p.m. Eh, mami mutu wa. Say your mami be ahead. Who can say minister? Mami. And I'm better. You are crazy. They will be a mami, 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 mami. Hey, we are wrestler. Are you going to fight? Jituna. And now me wohoni na apatre. What you name me na aji? Eleven thirty. Yes, how are you happy? Uku. Because of 500 Ghana profit. Within two weeks, no I'm back to square one. A rather me bomb Papa must come up Oh, mercy. Don't let profits eat into your mind. Have self-control. Hallelujah. Have what? Self-control. When I was about to complete my MPhil, I was having a lot of money. In fact, people were coming to Papa. Please, I brought a seat. Papa, God bless you. I brought a seat. Papa, hey, thousand CDs, five hundred CDs, sometimes thousand five, two thousand. Hey, I was so surprised. I was chopping. Oh, praise Jesus, Helenus. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, I was chopping the thing. I do. Then one day I said, No, I have to ask Jesus why the money is coming like that, because. Money doesn't come like that. We, we, there must be purpose. So I went to three days fasting and prayer to find out why I'm getting money. Do you see the prayers we pray? Yeah. I pray against. And Jesus said, it is for your first business. I say, yeah, I'm collapsing it with my stomach. Before I start, I'm collapsing it already. Huh? Now, as you are here as a businessman, God is connecting you with people. They are bringing things in your hand. Where are those things? You have trouble. Eh? You have trouble of them. And you are going to pray. As you are going to pray, you are going to pray. Two weeks from now, God releases money. You will drop them again. Yeah. Anything you hear, you buy. Fan milk, you buy. Fan yogurt, you buy. Fan nice, you buy. Any fan, even silly fan, you want to buy. How will your business expand? You eat what you say you are not taking. Then you eat fried rice, you say you are not taking. Then you try your love. One day, you now become and cabbage stew. Because money has come small. No, that's not what successful people do. They budget for every money that comes. Hallelujah. Yeah, they budget. 
So you have to understand that you need to build capacity to withstand changes. Now, everybody expects profit, but not everybody has capacity to handle it. As a businessman, receive capacity in the name of Jesus. You enter into a meeting with great people, influential people. Yeah, you are in a picture or you are taking pictures or you are talking. Ah, you are under pressure, Bisa. Ah, this way nobody has asked you, but you are talking too much, Bisa. You have to control yourself. Eh? Mm. Big, big platforms can make you mess up easy. You say things that doesn't matter. You say things nobody has asked. You have to control yourself. Hallelujah. And number two, the second chain is losses. Say losses. Now, the fact that your business is going down does not mean close it. There are people. <laughs> Hallelujah. When they are doing the business, it's not working for three months. Ah, if the hand of God is in, it will turn by now. As it's not turning, God is not in. Now, Abraham had to walk with God for many years before he had the promise out. Hallelujah. So you have to understand that in your walk with God, there are times where it will seem as if what you are doing is not working. Praise Jesus. But you have to keep on. You have to what? You have to keep on. You have to keep on. You have to keep on. So don't let the losses that you 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 experience in your business let your passion for that business die. That's how come people do 15 businesses in two years. Hmm? When they try this, doesn't work. They try this, doesn't work. They try. You, uh, it's not nice. You have to stay with something. Apostle Paul said, "One thing I do." forgetting about the past. One thing I do, a man of one thing is a man of success. You have to be a one thing person. What does that mean? You take a vision, God has spoken to you concerning this business. You are working, it looks as if it's not working. If maybe you have stopped a good job to start something, and that's very dangerous. In as much as it's prophetic, it's dangerous. In fact, if you have not heard from God, don't take that risk. Don't take it. If you have not heard from God, if your hearing is not good, don't take it. <laughs> but if you are sure you have heard from God, maybe in the first year or two years, it may not be going as if you were planning. But you have to know that God will let it turn around. And you have to keep working. In fact, sometimes you have to sacrifice your salary and your benefits and remuneration that would have come and just let everything go back into the business to let it work. So that some years to come, when you sit and you are talking about people, you have helped people, the business has blessed. There will be so many people. You, you, if you, if you give birth to an elephant, you kill it today, it will not become a bigger elephant tomorrow. Hallelujah. So, you see, in businesses, we are all going to have losses, praise Jesus. But you have to withstand the decision to close it down. So many people close up businesses so early. When they try, it doesn't work. In fact, statistics have shown that how people relate with business is how they relate with uh, relationship with their opposite sex. Do you know what it means? Go and read Forbes magazine. Do you know what it means? If, ah, it's okay. But can I tell you what it means? If you are going out with a man uh, who is not deciding well about the job he wants to do with his life, he has not decided about you. 
Did you get me? Yeah. If his business is wishy-washy and his decision to enter is wishy-washy, you, you, are, you are like that. Huh? <laughs> Do you know why? Where a man's heart is, he's in business first. Though. First. Yeah. Money first. That's how God made it. To take care of the family. That's how men are stronger from the head to the waist. Women are stronger from the waist down. That's also statistics. It's true. Why women love to walk? Can we walk around? Can we walk? I hate walking. I, I hate walking like, as if it's a curse. <laughs> How do we just walk around? It's the devil who has been going around. Forgive. But the ladies, they love to work. They love to. That's how the ladies can uh, easily uh, visit so many people in a short while. It's work, 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 work. But you see, guys like, raise it up. Raise it up. That's why, yeah. That's how God made it. So it will balance. Hallelujah. But in business, the point I want to make is that there are definitely times you are going to have losses. But don't close your mind because you have losses. There is no big business today that did not experience huge losses in the past. Brace yourself for losses. Brace yourself. Do you know why we have seat belts in cars? For accidents, oh. It's not a, it's not a sign that you are a brigader. It's no. It's not a sash. <laughs> the seatbelt is not a sash. The seatbelt is telling you that you can die. Brace yourself. So in business, you have to have the idea that you can have losses. Praise Jesus. And maybe as I'm talking, even your business is experiencing losses. So you, you understand prophetically that this message is to you. Am I speaking to somebody? But you have to know that it does not matter the losses. I'm not giving up. I am still going to buy it. Hallelujah. Let me end by saying this, that sometimes let God win in your case. Not to give glory to God, but to shame your enemies. Yes. Sometimes, eh, let your enemies be more to you than God. That God, eh, I know how you have been disappointing people for sometimes. And you finally do it, God. I know you do it. Not to your glory. Your glory, how can I share it? Just to shame these three, four, five people. That nothing good came out from my life. There are people that anything you want to do, they say it won't work. You have to pray to God and ask God for favor and wisdom and strength to maneuver and to make it. So that when you go back to those people, they can say, we knew you would make it. There was a star in you. Then you tell them there was a moon in their nose. The devil is a bastard. And please endure the pain when the people closest to you who should have supported you are not supporting you. Endure the pain when people who should have love what you are doing seem not to even understand it. When you finish saying with your business, they say, is it a business? They say, what? Can you start again? What did you say the business was? <laughs> when you took 15 minutes, just as I mean, this is my target market. That is, then you finish, they say, um, sorry. 
I was not concentrating. You know, it was not really a decision. So, can you start again? Bishop Dark said when God spoke to him to start lighter, he went to invite a pastor who was coming. At the point, the pastor stopped coming. When he sent Bishop E.A.T. Saki to go and invite the man, the man said, go and tell your pastor that I don't sow in tongues any longer. I sow on a good soil. So lighthouse was a tongues. <laughs> Praise Jesus. He did not let him give up. Today, lighthouse is a mega church. Whatever God has called you to do, irrespective of the losses, irrespective of the failures, I came to tell somebody that you have to keep pushing it. Hallelujah. And that grace will cause your business to do well. Amen. Will you clap your hands unto Jesus? Are you celebrating Jesus?